Hello and welcome to Curated Spaces, the podcast that explores the stories behind spaces reimagining how we stay, work and play. Join me, Molly Cooper, as I sit down with founders, owners and thought leaders to hear about their journey of bringing a space to life. Great spaces shape our lives. They inspire, nurture and connect us. But most importantly, they bring us together to share life's milestones with the people who mean the most to us. So whether you're a traveller, foodie or design seeker, join us as we celebrate the power of spaces and the brilliant people behind them. Today we're in East London at Shoreditch Arts Club, one of the capital's newest members clubs that's putting the arts centre stage in this stunning warehouse conversion, with everything from tapestries and statues to moving image installations and its own private cinema, the club is home to a growing community of the creative and the curious. I am so excited to welcome Ellie, who looks after the members here, to find out all about the club's opening and what the future looks like for this eclectic space. Ellie, welcome to Curated Spaces. Thank you very much for having me. Such very a pleasure on this sunny day. London is beaming. It is. The sunshine is, is here, but probably not to stay. <laughs> Well, before we dive into the space, I'd love to hear a little bit about you and your background um, before you joined Shoreditch Arts Club. Yeah, absolutely. So I've been at Shoreditch Arts Club for about seven to eight months now. So I was here just before we opened. Um, And I have a little bit of a background in members clubs, um, having worked at one previously, but then before that, fresh out of university. So it's quite a young, fun team to work in. Um, Yeah, we're a very small, intimate team. Um, It's a bit like a family here, which is lovely. Um, but yeah, I've been here for about seven or eight months, so really kind of overseeing the opening um, and just yeah, getting to grips with our new members and the community here, which is really exciting. Very exciting. Talk about our first few six months. Now, before we dive into that, do you mind just setting the scene a bit for people listening? Whereabouts in the world are we? Yeah, absolutely. So we are located at 6 Redchurch Street, which is an iconic part of the East End. Um, We are part of the tea building, which is a really, really large tea packing warehouse from the 1930s, Um, originally a bacon curing plant and a Mm -hmm. tea packing factory, Um, but now kind of home to startups, clubs, retail locations. So it's a really kind of exciting hub and a really exciting building to be a part of. And obviously, you know, being in the East End in Shoreditch, it's a really cool location. We're surrounded by of galleries loads of heritage and we're really lucky to be here as part of the neighborhood yeah i really love it around here the little streets um and they were putting up a new sort of street art installation on the corner push Varkovsky, it looks yeah like. i mean there's always kind of constantly changing street art there's so many kind of shoreditch street art tours that mm-hmm. are kind of on a day-to-day basis you always see crowds of people pointing out all the new graffiti and Know, new installation so it's a really kind of vibrant part of town to be in so it's, it's yeah. lucky and it makes complete sense for this club to be here I guess um it's just such a natural continuation of the outside neighborhood and would you be able to tell us a little bit about the launch from when you joined sort of seven months ago yeah definitely so we have been open almost exactly six months now we opened at the beginning of March um and it's it's been a bit of a whirlwind journey we've mm-hmm. come on a long way since then everything's changing and developing but it's it's as I said it's super exciting and so so you joined and it was I guess pre-launch the building was still coming together um how has the space itself changed in the last sort of seven months yeah I mean the space has changed a huge amount the first time I came to see the building myself the carpets were being put down the walls were still being painted it was very much still a bit of a shell it's a, a warehouse conversion as I think you mentioned earlier um part of this big tea building warehouse so it's a huge open open space 
Um, but what we've done is kind of really softened it up a lot mm-hmm. with we've put carpets in, obviously, and all this art. We've got these massive um, digital screens in the lounge space. So really kind of softening up the the industrial feel of the space. And it's it's changed a lot. It's a really flexible space. I mean, part of the thing that we highlight in the club mm-hmm. is the flexibility and the vibrancy of the space that it changes so constantly. And that's what makes it so exciting. I mean, it's changed so much. And I think that fluidity really resonates. I think I popped back by a couple of weeks ago to have a look around and everyone was having lunch on the tables by the sort of huge windows when you walk in. There's moving art everywhere and then you walk up that staircase and there's people having coffees and there's a big bar with loads of tequila and then you go around the corner and there's a cinema. But it's all it's all very cleverly open but still very, very cleverly zoned, I'd say. Yeah, I think the zoning was a really important part of the way that the club was designed and constructed. It's a 500 metre square space, so it's not the biggest members club in the world, but we've zoned it in such a way that the space should really work for how members want to use it. So we have this lovely little lounge area in front of our screens. We have these three fixed screens which show a revolving um, selection of digital art um, Mm -hmm. based on our commissions. And they're really the focus of the space. So the lounge area sits in front of that with the restaurant cleverly placed behind it to separate it off with the cinema tucked in the back, which is a lovely kind of cosy space tucked away from the rest of the club. And then the two mezzanine wings with the boardroom spaces and meeting rooms, which are again kind of lifted out. So it is quite zoned in a way where it should be functional yeah and let's talk about your members and how they use the space um do people come to work here or relax or meetings a little bit of everything really so our membership is really diverse they use it for a huge range of different things um and i think that's part of what we wanted to do with the space really it should be kind of whatever members want to do with it it should be whatever they need that's what a members club is about it's about kind of looking after that community of people and what they want from their club so the lounge area is perfect for co-working mm. you tend to find members there in the morning sitting enjoying a coffee enjoying a light breakfast you know with laptops out kind of small scale meetings meeting clients and and artists usually then you go behind the screens things like lunch and dinner more social occasions people sitting enjoying drinks from the bar the screening room is always on so there's usually people kind of tucked in there as well enjoying the show reel that we have going on and then in the meeting rooms as well those are also kind of available for members to use and to hire out as well so it's quite vibrant it's fuzzy during during the evenings when we have big social events it's quiet and kind of conducive to working during the day and I think that's what makes it so special yeah it's really lovely and the type of people who have joined is it who you expected when you launched you started to first get your first few members through the door or have you sort of seen a different type of people than it I think it definitely is what we expected. It's, you know, we're called Shoreditch Arts Club. We do what we say on the tin. Um, it is really about championing the arts and the creative industries. And the majority of our members are kind of professionally involved in the arts as gallerists, artists, curators, people who are, you know, really deep in that art world yeah. and do it every day. It's kind of, you know, their bread and butter. They live yeah. and breathe the art. We also have people who are just interested in it you know, as a more of a passion Mm -hmm. um, as collectors, which is really exciting because we're bringing all these people together, people who are just 
enjoying being inspired by the creative aspect of the club and, and what we do. So it's a really exciting kind of community of people who have a load of stuff in common. Yeah. And uh, it's really exciting to watch these kind of connections be made. Yeah, and I can really imagine actually for people working within the creative space, a lot of sort of people maybe branching out doing their own thing or maybe working in partnership, but maybe they don't have that sort of nine to five office set group of work friends or people to connect with. So actually you're giving them that community they can tap into. Definitely. I think part of the reason that we wanted to be here in the East End is the neighbourhood and the community and play into that and, you know, really become a kind of creative hub. That's why I like to tell people when I show people around as part of my part of my role is kind of bringing people in and making them excited about the space and seeing what we have to offer. And I think that is it's, it's why we're here. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And you just touched on it then, I know we spoke about it slightly already, but I'd love to go into a bit how the area itself is reflected in the space and how it's, we said it was like a natural continuation of life outside those big windows. Yeah, definitely. So we really championed that artists of the local area and the galleries. We're working quite closely with a lot of local galleries. We had a really big event on earlier in the year for London Gallery Weekend, which was super exciting. And we commissioned a map from a local artist, Adam Dant, who is incredible. He scaled this map inside a bagel of all of the local art spaces um, with Shoreditch Arts Club in the middle, um, kind of flanked by Gilbert and George um, and all of the galleries represented as sesame seeds on the top of the bagel of the East End. So, yeah, we definitely try and be a kind of continuation of the neighbourhood and Know, really emphasize all of the exciting things that are going on outside the club and, and bring them in as well. I think it's it's really fascinating to be a part of some of these really exciting things that are going on. The art space around here is is incredible to be part of it. Yeah. And it's really nice, I always think, when art gets taken out of a lover gallery. But it's lovely when art gets to come out of that and live in the real world for a while and people see it when they're having their meetings, their coffees, or they have a visitor and they're like, Oh, look at that bagel art, that's cool. And you have such a great mix of mediums and types of art Could you tell us a bit about what you've got on at the moment and sort of how you curate this collection so our in-house curator Shay Zara Blomfield is incredible and she works closely with local galleries and artists to create a changing collection of art within the space so it gives us a lot of freedom to change up what we have going on and you know, change the art on the walls um, we've always said that it should evoke the curiosity of a collector's home. It shouldn't feel like a stuffy white cube gallery space. Mm. It should be a space where people come in and are invited in by the art and can kind of sit around the art and you know continue on with their day-to-day life, but being inspired by it rather yeah. than kind of being intimidated by it. And I think that's what's so special about all the different pieces we have. They really kind of blend into the club in such an exciting way that sparks the curiosity of, uh, of what we're trying to do. I really love that. And there's, in the back of your restaurant, there's, at the moment, it's called the Black Queen. And that's yes. an incredible piece, actually, as you move past it, it sort of comes to life. And it's really as if the space itself is like trying to pull you into these like far-off corners with nooks and crannies and store it. Absolutely. So the Hulock piece, the Black Queen, is currently in the back corner of our restaurant, as you mentioned. Um, it's a three meter tall sculptural piece. It's very, very eye catching, and we're yeah, we have it on loan for a short period of time. So it's really exciting to see these pieces kind of move through the club mm-hmm. and you know, really highlight some of the artists that we have at the inn at the moment. 
Um, so QLOC is a Royal Academician, so we're super lucky to have that. It's um, really eye-catching. Um, we also have you know, a huge array of different pieces, as you mentioned, different mediums. We have uh, digital art, which is a real focus of the space. Our curator, Shay, is really passionate about digital and internet art. So that's part of the reason why it's such a focus for us. Um, we're working with local gallerists to commission our own digital art for the club as well. So we recently launched our third moving image commission um, with the artist Libby Heaney. Um, she's the first quantum physicist to use quantum physics in wow. digital art. So it's a really, really exciting time to be kind of displaying this, this piece. Um, which we launched really recently. So really lucky to have that, which changes changes on the screens as well. Recent collaboration with an organisation called Data, who commissioned seven different artists to create digital pieces, which kind of go on throughout the day, which we love. Um, we also have a piece at the moment by Tia O'Donnell, which is on one of the staircases, um, which is her I Want a Refund piece, which yeah, is really, really timely, I think, based on the university student protests, and um, was commissioned specifically for the club to highlight the ongoing movement at universities. And we're hosting an artist talk with her later this month as well. So I think that's another piece of what makes the art so exciting is that we have these relationships with the artists and they come in and talk about their work. Really just help to bring them to life. Love. So let's go into that a bit more. So the artists come in to give talks. I know you have a jam-packed events agenda. Um, tell us a bit more about the stuff that goes on here. Absolutely. So we host a huge different array of programming. So anything from screenings, workshops, artist talks, DJ nights. We have a focus on immersive experiences in the club, which makes it really different, I think, and really ties together different elements of the art world. So bringing together visual art, digital art, music, sound and performance, and really tying them all up together and kind of creating these immersive um, evenings, which is really exciting. And then we also host screenings um, every month with our first cinema partner, who are Girls in Film, amazing organisation, championing women, non-binary filmmakers and trans filmmakers and bringing their work into, into the club. So it's really exciting to have kind of guest curators bring in different films on various themes, as well as working directly with artists to host artist talks, really kind of delving into more information about the pieces that we have, not just in the club, but again in local galleries as well. So kind of really bringing all of these elements of the art world together and and just talking about it, creating connections and fostering this curiosity, which is, is something we talk about a lot. I think this club strikes a really nice balance between having amazing art and displaying it and creating this wonderful space for people to be in. But each space, each piece almost has its own story and does a really good job of championing the work and the arts of maybe people who haven't been as represented in the past. Um, for example, you have those gorgeous, are they charcoal pieces by the deaf artist? Yes, so Christine Sun Kim is a Korean-American artist. Um, we have three of her pieces which visualise sound and how that sounds, how it looks right, to a deaf person. So through the medium of charcoal and they're, they're beautiful pieces. We have them dotted around the club. Mm -hmm. Amazing. And the club itself, so you come in, you're in this sort of big atrium area. And I think even the furniture is so fun, like the tables. They're all handmade, right? Yeah, so our aluminium pieces are by the artist Joe Elwood um, and his studio Six Dots Design. So it started with the initial commission of this 
really large scale silver table um, with these wavy edges. It's really fun. It's a really kind of eye-catching statement piece. And we had that down in the lobby area. And that commission has just grown because we loved this piece so much. It was such a statement. It's grown from the one table into multiple smaller tables. We now have candelabras. We have the waiter stations, the toilet brush holders in the um, in the bathroom. So all of these small pieces that have really kind of come together is the design aspect. And we're working with him to put on the Localist Cafe as well in September as part of London Design Week, um, which is going to be a really fun event. It's working with all of these local design studios to bring in different pieces. So you'll be able to kind of sit on a table from one part of London using cutlery from another part of London, all these different designers. We're all coming together to create such a, an immersive design experience. I really love that, how the art isn't just on the walls, it's in the furniture, it's the knives and forks and their partnerships with other galleries and artists. I think it's, you really get the sense that it's a living, breathing thing here in the club. Um, and it has a real sense of fun that kind of pulls you up those stairs and suddenly you'll you're buying this gorgeous bar, which is very appealing. Um, and I, I'm sure you guys have a lot of parties that put that bar to good use. Tell me a bit about um, what goes on there. Yes, so our bar, we have an amazing um, sculptural piece on the back bar by an artist called Joey Holder. The piece is called The Quater and it's kind of centred around this glowing golden 3D printed um, object and with driftwood and 3d printed elements in the sides of the bar all lit up by blue neon so mm. it is a very fun kind of again a really eye-catching piece and we do have a lot of these kind of statement sculptural pieces throughout the club which makes it as I say eye-catching it's something fun it's a little bit different and the idea behind having that sculptural piece there is to create something that's you know it's not just a traditional back bar which just has kind of bottles and bottles mm -hmm. kind of stacked up on the back it's a really exciting place and our bar kind of echoes that as well we have a ever-changing cocktail menu they're all seasonal they're all put together by our incredible team of mixologists and those drinks really echo the other things that we have going on throughout the club so each drink is inspired by a different element of the club or a different piece of art just to really tie everything together. That's amazing. And like I said, it's just in everything you do here, whether it's food and drink, there is art and creativity, it's core. And then you continue past the bar and you're, you're suddenly in a, in a 24 seat cinema with like velvet chairs and this huge screen and curtains. And it's absolutely gorgeous. It's almost like you've stepped back into a little old retro cinema somewhere. Yeah, the cinema is absolutely my favourite room in the club. It's so cosy. It's just such a beautiful environment for sitting down, watching a film, enjoying screenings. We do, as I think, monthly screenings with girls in film, but also working with local galleries to curate these artistic short films as well. Mm -hmm. So there's always something going on in there, and it makes it just such a lovely space to be able to enjoy. Yeah, I can so imagine. And then we can't forget about the toilets, which I think might be my favourite space. In the whole building. Yes, so in the bathroom we have this incredible immersive installation by an artist called Matilda Saruti Kawara. It is called Intergalactic Intimacy and it explores the themes of space travel, self-love, transcendence and just the power of the unexpected, which I love because an unexpected place to have an art installation is in your bathroom and it just shows that you really do find the art in all the different corners of the club bringing together kind of an audio soundtrack of poetry the written poetry on the walls and just making it this kind of really 
accessible and, and not an intimidating space to have an art installation. And I think that really does encompass a lot of what we're trying to do in the club is making it just an accessible way of experiencing art and being surrounded by art, but without it being an intimidating space to experience it as you might have in, in some traditional galleries. Yeah, I think you've really nailed that. It feels, I think you said it's like walking to an art collector's or an eccentric home. It does feel almost like you've got this, this friend who happens to have a warehouse. They're just, you know, filled with all their special things they've collected over the years. You really do get that comfort to walk in and explore and see what's, what's hidden. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it is something we say a lot is that it should evoke that curiosity. It is like a collector's home. And I think part of that is that it's changing, it's evolving. It should feel like a homely space somewhere that you want to come and sit down and cozy up in the cinema or have a coffee, but also be able to see all the art and experience it. And the fact that it changes as well is is part of what makes it much like a collector's yeah. um, home is that things change we we move the the art on the walls we get new things in and and that's why it's so exciting and i love all the screens you have here could you tell us a bit about what inspired them and how they came together so the screens are really the focus of the space and they highlight some of the digital art that we have which again is just such a key element of what we do um, we started the club in March with our first moving image commission. So we're bringing in these artists to create and respond to the space um, through the artwork. So Peter Spanger, incredible artist who put on our first moving image commission. It was beautiful floral motifs. They're all co-curated with local gallerists, Ruth Waters and Tony Tremlett. We're now displaying our third, third one by Libby Heaney, inspired by quantum physics. Um, we've worked really closely with them to put these digital art commissions on and it's something that's so core to what we do so it's a really really exciting piece of of the club's identity really is the screens they're they're fixed in location and it's a really really key part of what we do as a club and core to core to our mission and they change with the seasons so really reflect that kind of flexibility and the variety of the art that we show here so the first one for the spring moving into the summer and then the autumn and winter so you can expect to see them change going forward as well which is is really dynamic and yeah and it's so clever because they are big screens they almost act like walls or dividers um so you're actually in this room that is literally formed out of art itself yeah, I think having that kind of flexibility and the dynamic nature of the screens really makes the club come alive and, and it should feel like you're within the art and being able to really take something from it. And so then just past the bar, the far corner, there is the gorgeous restaurant area. What can people sort of sit down and experience here? So we are really proud of our kitchen team. They're incredible. We have an amazing, innovative menu it's all focused around small plates, they're seasonal, they're ethically sourced where possible. So really highlighting kind of the produce um, and bringing in that kind of artistic element, not only to the walls and the space itself, but to the kitchen and the food and drink that we offer here. It's really exciting. It changes kind of every few months just to, to reflect the seasons and, and all the amazing produce that we get. Um, so that's really nice, I think. And it's funny we spoke about seasonality so much today, bearing in mind we are in an old warehouse in the middle of a very, not commercial, but urban area. So you may think that 
looking out, I can't see any trees. There's little to no greenery. Seasonality is not something that comes to mind when you immediately think of an inner city sort of arts club. But you have really made this space that does move with the world outside, does reflect the change in seasons. And I think that comes through in the food, yeah. Absolutely. It comes through in the food. It also comes through in the art as well. So really highlighting that that seasonality, the changes, and just reflecting that in on the plate and in the glass as well. So our cocktails are seasonal. They go with the art. So does the wine list. We have a wine list that kind of brings together the historic connection between art and wine. Um, our team have really thought through every element of the food and drink and how it connects with not only the world outside, but the space as well. Absolutely. Okay, so you've been busy six months getting it off the ground. What's the next six months, maybe a few years, look like? So our, our first six months have been really exciting. It's been almost exactly six months since we opened. So we've changed a lot in that time. Um, and I think the next six months should bring more of that, more change, more art, more exciting experiences, um, bringing people together. And, and that's really what we're aiming to do in, in the mission of the club is, is bringing people together around art and creativity. And so I think more of that, hopefully, in the next six months. Anything else you want to add around the So also bringing in more underrepresented artists, more work in the club. It's really exciting being able to foster that community. And, and it's a growing community still. We're growing every day. We are taking more members and bringing in people to enjoy the club and enjoy the space and everything that we've got going on. We have a huge amount of really exciting partnerships coming up with um, local and bigger art organizations so we've just started our conversation series with art review um so more more of the same i think really exciting developments to come yeah yeah so i feel like this hey this phase has established the space and started to grow its membership and now you're looking a bit more outward these partnerships and collaborations really helping to promote arts not just inside the space but outside to everyone building that engagement yeah, I mean, definitely, it's it's all about fostering that sense of community, both within the club and outside of it. So not only these kind of large scale collaborations and partnerships with local galleries and big organisations to put on different series of conversations within the club and outside of it. But it really, it does come down to the members and, and that community. And that's that's why we're here. And that's what is really exciting about the last six months and growing that kind of founding membership but also the next six months and, and just seeing where we go from there. Yeah, well, I think it's an amazing space and everything you've spoken through really just helps bring it to life even more. And thank you so much for sharing all of that with me. Before we do go, I've just got a quick a quick round of dream spaces to play with you. So imagine you've cashed in that winning lottery check. Money is of no issue. Um, where are you going to escape to get away from it all and detox? Really good question. I have never been to Mexico and I would love to go to Mexico. I love some of the design elements there, um, just being able to be in the sun. We are currently experiencing a bit of a heat wave in London, but having that as a kind of more permanent situation would be lovely. So somewhere where I can really kind of bask in all of that, I would love to visit Frida Kahlo's house. It's one of my bucket list. Very cool. Oh, you've jumped the gun there to my first question, but we'll come back to that one. <laughs> Okay, and the next one, where are you hosting your ultimate birthday party? It can be a particular space or area. Or... Dream birthday party would 
in a picnic on Hampstead Heath. Lovely. Friends and just all coming together in nature. I think that would be beautiful. So wholesome. Unfortunately, my birthday is in December, so it's uh, <laughs> unlikely to happen. And we can tell the sun, the sun today, otherwise yeah, you would exactly. not have that. And then finally, bucket list trip, once in a lifetime, where are you off to and are you staying anywhere special? Okay, I've already, already come to it. Frida Kahlo's house, staying somewhere in Mexico. I think uh, that's, my, that's my trip. Sorted. Well, I, I hope you get to Frida Kahlo's house. Thank you so much for talking with us today. I really enjoyed our chat. Good luck with the next six months. Very excited. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Curated Spaces podcast. For more information and content around any of the spaces we feature, head to our website or Instagram. And don't forget to subscribe to have new episodes delivered straight to your inbox every Wednesday. And if there's a special place in your life that you'd like to hear on the Curated Spaces podcast, please do get in touch as we're always on the lookout for more brilliant spaces to share with the world.